T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. Fly ball, right field, Garcia, warning track, dropped it! It hits off the wall. Here comes Bryant. LaStella to go to third. He's in. And the Giants have tied the game here in the ninth. That ball was in the air so long, and Garcia had so much time to get under it. He still had space, but couldn't make the catch. And the Giants have life here in the ninth. Wow, it is a final, as you heard there on Bally Sports Wisconsin, and the results are not good. That is the key moment in this game, and this game sent you through a roller coaster of emotions, and I don't even know how to react to this game. I've been accused over the past, what, 16 years now of over- or underreacting to a game like this. So you tell me how I'm supposed to react to this. That play... I don't, again, I don't understand it. Um, I want to get your reaction here before I react. How, how does that sound? 414-799-1250. Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set. 9-6 the final, and the series now tied at a game apiece. This game uh, had the San Francisco Giants at a grand total of one run with two outs in the ninth inning. They had one run with two outs in the ninth inning, and they go on to win nine to six. Eight runs tacked on after two outs in the ninth inning. That's pretty amazing. And now we're seeing an overwhelmed uh, injury list for the uh, Brewers bullpen uh, rear its ugly head. And and really that uh, that has a lot to do with you know uh, the gas cans that were used late in this ball game as the Brewers fall in 11 innings and I will say this on a better note Brandon Woodruff does his thing and I will say this that it's been a while since I've heard American Family Field the way it sounded in the bottom of the 10th inning you know you're thinking all uh, all hope is lost there with the Brewers down five to two and they come roaring back to score their own three in the 10th inning. And just the place is going crazy. 
And I appreciate that, man. I, I really do. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove as, again, the Brewers fall in 11 innings. In a wild one, you could say that, uh, at American Family Field. And this this game, up until, you know, things went a little haywire, this game, again, had playoff written all over this thing. You had two of the best in the NL going at it, and it was a playoff atmosphere. There's no question about that. And and this might be just a series preview of a postseason series that uh, that is you know remaining to be seen. But it sure felt like it, didn't it? Both yesterday and today, starting pitching for the Brewers. Burns last night, seven innings, one run. Woody tonight, six innings, one run. That's going to put you in a position to win almost on a nightly basis. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, We are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state of Wisconsin. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, as a lot to sort out in this one. But, you know, I will say this. How do you react to the play by Avi Garcia? He did have a chance for redemption in that uh, 10th inning. I I really, in the back of all of our minds, we all kind of thought it, right? We all kind of thought that Avi was going to make amends and redeem himself and the Brewers were going to have a 6-5 victory. Already hitting two home runs. What, what more can you say about Willie Adamas, too? Every time there's a big situation, he comes through. That's amazing. And I think some people are starting to talk about MVP in the National League with regards to Willie Adamas. But you guys tell me about a fly ball that's hit that high that has some hang time for Avi to just move over and make the grab. I mean, I don't know if he didn't see it. I don't know what happened there. You get twisted around a little bit. You guys tell me how, how you're reacting to this game here because you could, you could take it one of a number of different ways. You can be pissed about it. You can say, hey, you know, there's going to be games that, that get a little funky, that get a little wild on you. You could take it as a uh, disheartening loss. You could take it as an acceptable loss considering the bullpen issues with the injury list because that did play a huge role in this. There's no question. The Brewers with this loss go to 66-45. and A Reds win, by the way, if you're scoreboard watching. Reds did get a victory, and now uh, the Brewers maintain a six-game lead in the National League Central over the Cincinnati Reds, but... What a wild one at, at American Family Field. I knew about probably half that crowd in there. Everybody texting me. Everyone's texting me. Just craziness. And how in the world they didn't rule Avi Garcia with an air is, is just beyond me. Oh, because he didn't touch it. Oh, that's why. You can't rule a mental error in baseball? Why the hell not? That shouldn't go to Brent Suter. How does that go to Brent? That's not fair to Brent Suter in that situation. Luis Urias, he comes up with a big two-run bomb in that 10th inning. One out later, Adamas comes up with his solo shot to retie the game, and then Sal Romano brought his gas can from Cincinnati into the ball game, and you know <laughs> they put up uh, four runs in that uh, 11th inning. Brewers battle back with one in their half of the 11th, but just not enough. A 9-6 loss 
414-799-1250. Want to get some reaction on this uh, Brewers wild one, a trip to Hollywood in this one. I I don't I, – I, I want to react to it, but I want to get a little reaction from you guys first. Uh, by the way, 34,000 plus, 34,155 at American Family Field in this one. And, and I, I will say this, just on – on a uh, on a more positive note, that bottom of the tenth inning was amazing with you guys uh, in the park tonight. It, it, I mean, it just really was. I, I'm just I'm just blown away by that, and that is more proof, guys, that uh, Brewer fever is catching on here. So there are some of the things you can take away in this that will say, well, well, let's stay positive here. You're not going to win everyone. They're a pretty good baseball team as well. So are the Brewers, and, you know, this is going to happen. But then there's also a ball in the air with that hang time. Guys, it's a Brewers 2-1 to victory. I want to refrain from reacting quite yet. 799-1250. Let's go to Brett. You're first up, leaving American Family Field. Brett, how do you react to this game? Hey, Tim. Um, you know, baseball has 162 games. You can react every single day. We'll be able to react tomorrow. For me, personally, I can't live with the fact that Josh Hader isn't available. And I can't live with the fact that Jay Cousins isn't available. This country needs to realize that people, we can't, we can't live in fear. And, you know, the Christian Yelich interview, they ask him, oh, how are you feeling? He's got a smile on his face because he was fine the second day and he's playing guitar. And, you know, I'll call him tomorrow after the game and hopefully it's a Brewers win and we can talk baseball. But we're going to lose this pennant race because we don't have a bullpen. And it's because guys like Josh Hader feel fine, but they're testing positive because there's a cold. All I want to say before you, before you push me off, Tim, is anyone that's listening, go get vaccinated. Great. But COVID's not going anywhere. And, we can't live with fear. We have to learn to live with this because it's going to be like this for day, for years. And guys can't miss 10 days because they have a runny nose. And um, we lost two games this week because we didn't have a closer. That's frustrating. It is very frustrating. There's no question. Brett, thanks for the call. You can sound off on that if you choose. I'm not going to cut you off for your opinion. Your opinion is valid to me. You You have the right to your opinion. We don't have to make the show about COVID. That's not where I'm going here. I'm just saying you have the right to have that opinion. And that's cool. That's fine. I, I have no problem with it. There's a lot of broadcasters that would have, would have cut you off within 3.6 seconds. I'm not going to do that. So, yes, the overwhelmed COVID list, the injury list, does have an impact on this baseball team. There's no question. We're talking baseball here. We're not talking life. We're not talking hospitals. We're not talking any of that stuff. I've had COVID. I get it. I also have had the vaccination. I get it. You can sound off on it. But, yeah, it had a huge difference in this game. But you know what else did? Hang time on a deep fly ball to right. You can't be freaking out with two outs in the the ninth inning in a, in a huge game against a very good baseball team. You can't do that, Avi. I don't know if he didn't see it or not. If you, guys, if, you, if you guys noticed that he didn't see it, fine. If he didn't see it, he didn't see it. And those things will happen. 
But that, I mean, that is as, I mean, we wouldn't be talking about this. If he just moves over, gets in a position to grab a baseball and then walk in and celebrate with his teammates. Uh, 799-1250. We're off to a great start here. Again, I'm not, Brett, I'm not going to pick on you for your opinion. There's no way I'm going there. Either way, I, it, you know, again, I've been through this. You listened to my shows a year ago. You know exactly where I, feel, where I stand on all this stuff. Let's go to Jason. Jason, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Hey, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love Avi and what he's done so far this year. After working on the offseason, you're allowed to get every so often to have these things because baseball. That's what you say, because baseball. That sometimes it just happens. And if it had happened in the first inning, it no one wouldn't have batted an eye so much as, you know, it was just happening in a clutch spot. So, you know, if he does it often, yeah, that's a big deal. But every so often, baseball just nips you up. And I just want to say Adamus is great, and I can't wait to see if he can be the best pickup since CC Sabathia, who I never thought I would ever say something like that. That's but true. he is almost there. That's ridiculous that what Adamus has done. And I know there's a lot of place, a lot of uh, months to go here in the postseason, which will probably decide it whether he's really that much better. But to to even be in the conversation with CC with this team is is fantastic. All right. So your reaction, your reaction, Jason, is just that's baseball, and these things happen. Yeah, and we won yesterday, and if we win tomorrow, we've won two out of three. And two out of three against – oh, and I wanted to say one extra thing because I didn't get a chance to talk to you yesterday. You were talking about national attention and, you know, the Brewers weren't getting yeah. as much whatever. Um, if you look at betting lines, the Brewers have been getting plenty of True. love. If you look at money, you know, money talks, if you look at the money lines, the Brewers have been – you know, they were favored yesterday, today, and – I, I didn't see tomorrow's yet. I, I noticed they were they were favored today. Yeah, I did notice that. You're right. That's a great point, Jason. Great point. All right, thanks, Jason. A little more mellow on this. I don't. <laughs> he has a lot more patience than I do. I, I'm just saying, this, this they all count. I know you're not going to win every game. I, I get that, but you'd much prefer to lose eight to one, wouldn't you? On those games that get away, these are the tougher, these much more difficult uh, games are just just so tough to react to and, and emotionally and all that stuff. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Um, so we're supposed to chill out then on this. That again, you're seeing you. You almost saw three different baseball games tonight. A lot of times we will say uh, you saw t- two different games. No, in this case, I think you saw three. You saw a, a great playoff performance by both teams. Pitching, good defense, two-to-one game. You saw some uh, creative bullpen, uh, bullpenning, if you will, by both managers. Although I question the one situation where Yelly was announced and then all of a sudden we have – was that what happened there? Did I miss something? Was there an injury in there? Oh, yeah. Lefty, lefty to Yelly. Oh, okay. But anyway, you, you saw the playoff game, the matchup, toe-to-toe, even Steven. And then you see um, a gaff. Whoa, 
things got a little ugly. And then you see fireworks. And then you see more fireworks in the bottom half of that 10th inning, which was amazing. That part of it, I had chills. I got to say, <clears throat> Urias and, and Adamas' home runs in the 10th inning, I was like, please don't lose this game. Don't do it. And I've learned something about the San Francisco Giants, too. I don't follow these guys every game, but I learned something in the two games. And I'll tell you that as, as we move along in the show here. 414-799-1250. Toby, where do you want to go here? Let's get to Ron. What do you say, Ron? Ron, you're next on the fan. How do you react to something like this? Well, first of all, you mentioned the playoff atmosphere. So that's exactly what it is when a Brewer right fielder misplays a ball in late, close game, right? Yeah. You know, the whole Washington thing. But um, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's true. So, um, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I won't even touch what the first caller said, but I will say this. It's not guys being out that cost us this game. Um, what cost us this game, plain and simple, is Craig Council made a bad decision. Now, you had the topic last night. You're talking about do you not like individual decisions or do you not like the body of work? Right. And I've always been one. You know, I used to be not on the Craig Council bandwagon until, you know, especially I think I called your show and I just – ripped into the guy. I remember it was after they lost the five straight to the Pirates a few years ago. Yes. And ever since then, though, he has converted me. Great manager. But tonight, he stunk up the joint. And how he stunk up the joint was this. Dude, you had one of your ace pitchers pitch his butt off today. You know you have a B-level pitcher going tomorrow in Brett Anderson. You can say he's pitched well this year, whatever you want. But when he's going up against the best of the best tomorrow, you cannot hope. You cannot sit there and legitimately tell me, well, we better save our closer and set up, man, for tomorrow because they'll have a chance to pitch. They have the chance to pitch tonight. You should have had Devin Williams or Brett Boxberger. Sorry, Williams or Boxberger pitch in that ninth inning. And, okay, let's say Avi still makes the same error. Great, still got Suter available. You don't have to wheel Corky Romano and uh, Dirty Sanchez Mm -hmm. out there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, I, it, it's 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 just ridiculous. So it, this whole stupidity of with a day off Thursday, I'm not going to pitch any of my guys two days in a row. Apparently, that's what cost us the ball game. And just a final thought going forward. Right now, what we've seen over the last at least ten days is this offense is better without 2021 Christian Yelich in the lineup. If he can't at least hit home runs at the rate he did last year, or provide something to this lineup, um. You know, why tamper with what's working in terms of the outfield? Leave him on the bench. And the only thought I have, if you are going to put him back in the lineup, bat him lead off where he might see a fastball. That's what I've been saying, that's what I've been saying for months. That's uh, honestly, Ron, I, I see eye to eye with you. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. You had an opportunity to do that when Wong was on the IL. You had a chance. Now, now some people would think that you're crazy messing with Colton Wong in the leadoff spot there. So it is sort of a catch-22. Yeah, you're right. The Williams – did I miss – Ron, thanks for the call. Always good points. Been talking to Ron for well over a decade. Um, did I miss something, Toby? You've got the box in front of you. Did Devin Williams, Brad Boxberger, Omar Narvaez, or Jace Peterson appear in this ballgame? I do not see any of those guys, no. Why not? 
Ron, I'm with you there. Now, again, we talked about it last night. I'm not going to agree with everything Craig Council does. I'm not. I think he's a really good manager. I'm going to be a great manager. He's not a great manager yet. He's a really good one. This is a message sort of statement sort of series here. This is a keep our mojo working series here. This is a confidence builder series here. This is a show our swagger and stop praising the beloved San Francisco Giants series here. Omar, you had Manny Pena with a bat in your hand in the game on the line today. When Jace, he wasn't even the tying or go ahead run. Let me just remind you here. It's nine to six with a man aboard. The only thing that counts in a situation like that, I'm just talking purely analytics. Let's run it up the Harvard and Ivy League flagpole here. The only thing that counts right there is on-base percentage. That is the one and only stat you think about right there. And on-base Jace is in the dugout. Maybe having a hot dog or something. Omar Narvaez. Is he hurt? He can't go against the Giants? You can't go with Woody on the mound? You know, grab the series? I get a Sunday lineup? Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll understand that a little bit better. Box, Williams, Omar, and Jace Peterson never appeared in this baseball game. It went 11 innings to get him in. And they still weren't in there. Did I miss something? Ay, ay, ay. 799-1250. Who's next here, Toby? Let's get to Marshall. Okay, Marshall, go ahead. You're next on the fan. How do you react to this one? Well, good evening, guys. Uh, Thank you. Uh, And and as for Brett, I'll just make one comment. Uh, You're after my own heart. I'll leave it at that. Hey, Um, I I don't want to be accused of misinformation and get banned from the radio. So, I, you know, again, you guys, those of you that listen to my shows back during the shutdown back a year ago, you know where I stand on this. You know where I stand. And uh, I'm just, that's the only word I'm going to say on it. I'm not going to expound any further. Um, but anyway, um, I guess you mentioned, it, Tim, at the beginning of this, a range of emotions. I, I think, um, first of all, the positive. The heart of this team, and I've said it for years and years, even, even since Craig Council really began managing the team, the heart of this team is A1 personified, A1 across the board. They showed it tonight. They even showed a little bit of it in the 11th, even though even though we were very down at that point, came up short. But that's the good side of it. You love that. You don't have to worry about this team ever quitting. And that's that hopefully will take us much farther the rest of this season. But as, as happy as I was when we tied the game up, um, I wanted to win it that inning. For obvious reasons, our bullpen yeah. is just shot right now, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, the tenth and eleventh innings, uh, I went into thinking, and and I might be dating myself with this analogy for, for some people. I wanted I wanted extra innings tonight, like I wanted another case of crypto. I was a victim <laughs> of that uh, many moons ago, but uh, um, the Garcia play just too bad, uh, disappointing. Um, you know, you got to make that play. And I think he would probably tell you that. And uh, you just can't. And the other side of it, guys, and one thing that has not come up, and and, and I've been, 
this is a, the, people get on me, Marshall. You always want more runs, Marshall. You're never kind of never happy in a way. I mean, well, here's the problem: the start of this game, even even after we got on the board, how many got people we left on in scoring position? This is postseason, folks. As far as I'm concerned, right now, this is postseason mentality. You better bet your sweet bippy to quote a line of the early '70s, man. That you better score some runs in those situations. We're not playing the Pirates. We're not playing the Marlins. We're going to be playing even in the first series of the postseason, whether it's the Mets, whether it's San Diego. You name your favorite team out there. It, we are going to have to score runs with runners in scoring position. And enough of the excuses. We've got to get it done. We were not playing their best pitcher tonight, and no. they proved that by taking him out after two and two-thirds. We have to score runs. We had a chance. I know it's a good team, guys. We had a chance to get up 3 4 nothing early, and gosh darn it, we have to do that or 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 we're not going to last long. I don't care what our regular season. Or you're walking the Remember the road. late 90s when Seattle won 116 games and didn't get out of the first round of the playoffs. That's right. So That's right. you got to you got to score because the home run ball is we know as great as we are at it and they are too by the way. It is fickle as it comes. So that is a stat that's going to have to get better, and that's these are yeah. just some of my takeaways from the game tonight. All right, Marshall, thank thanks a Thank lot. You, I appreciate Zoli. that. Yeah, um, you know, on another positive note, Daniel Norris, John Curtis, both with scoreless innings here in this ball game. So there are some good things to take out of this. But again, I just come on. You, you got to catch a fly ball like that. You just do. I, I don't know. We'll get some explanation on that. You ex, uh, explain to me uh, how you, you react to this, this one. I will say the moment in the bottom of the 10th inning, or those moments, I had chills as a Brewers fan. I did. I was going crazy. That is so much fun when, when that happens. But again, it's, it's the, the bottom end of that emotional roller coaster that makes that top end so chilling, if you will. And it was, it was both. It, it really was. I mean, I, you just, I, when they tied it up at two in the ninth, I was like, whoa. And then they score three in the 10th. And it's like, are you kidding me? They were the balls in the air. All you got to do is squeeze it. You got to, you got a couple of two to one victories over the San Francisco giants with Burns and Woody on the Hill. That's a muscle flex. Had, that didn't happen. Let's get one more in here before the break. Let's go to John. John, you're next on the fan at 799-1250. What are you doing tonight, Tim? I don't know. That's what you guys, you guys tell me. <laughs> what a tough one. I'm sitting here. I'm kind of numb, and I'm trying to talk myself out of getting bummed <laughs> out tonight about the results of the game. But, you know, the thing about it is you just, you just have to execute the um, – the game plan and Avi Garcia, I mean, you don't want to get down on the guy, but he, he missed the ball plain and simple. And, you know, you have to give the giants a lot of credit because their, their tenacity showed tonight and they never gave up and, you know, good teams find a way to win. Now we've admired the St. Louis Cardinals for years and you don't like the Cardinals because they play small ball and they know how to bump the runner over. They know how mm-hmm. to, you know, get a sack fly to do all the little things. And if the Brewers are going to compete, which I think we will, 
in the playoffs, you can't make those mistakes that Avi made tonight. I know he feels bad, but, you know, I admire the Giants and the Cardinals because in the end, the good teams find a way to win, and that's just what the Giants did, don't you think, Tim? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But the Brewers, uh, uh, John, thanks for the call. The Brewers at the same uh, the same token, they find different ways to win too. They find ways to win. So you have to credit, you know, at the at the same time this this Brewers squad as well. But these are the these are the tough ones, and these are tough. I I wonder. I just wonder. If uh, there's some maybe further issues with Williams and Box, I do wonder about that. Anytime you know, you're coming off the off day on Thursday and you go with these guys one scoreless inning each yesterday, you're in complete position to win a baseball game tonight uh, Tonight in a couple of different uh, ways. Um, and their availability was was not. Uh, Jace Peterson, was this just, see, is this this off days, scheduled off days for Jace Peterson, Omar Narvaez, Williams, and, and Box? Is that what this is, no matter what? Well, it could be. I don't know. Let's, we're going to hear from uh, Craig Council. Also, on the other side of the break, uh, I'll tell you what I've learned about the San Francisco Giants and the way I would go at these guys. May or may not work. I'm just a civilian here doing a radio show. Big baseball fan, so it may or may not work, but... It's based on my knowledge and experience. I would have a game plan that's maybe a tick different than a lot of teams have been approaching the San Francisco Giants. 9-6 final in 11 innings, a wild one at American Family Field. Still a ton to get to. And your reaction after this one, how am I supposed to react? How are you reacting? 414-799-1250. Sapello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250. Or tweet the show at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. 9-6 final Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set. Welcome back, and we're getting your reaction, and I'm trying not to react really in any way, having a difficult uh, time doing that. <clears throat> so they win 2-1 uh, to one yesterday in extras. They, um, they get a 9-6 loss today which should have been a two-to-one victory in nine. I'm really interested in hearing Craig Council's version of this game because sometimes that's a little bit, well, sometimes that's a lot different than us fans here. So I'm just, I'm just wondering if this wasn't a bigger game for Craig Council or a bigger series for Craig Council. I think it is. I mean, they all count. 
They do. But I think, and Craig Council has admitted this, that you know there are some series that bear a little more weight than other series. And that's certainly, this is certainly one of them now. Um, Avi Garcia camped under it, and he squeezes it, and the Brewers get the victory. 2-1 the final. <clears throat> that's the way this game should have ended. Boy, uh, a deep shot, but just not deep enough. But man, you had <laughs> some excitement here in this one. Wow. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Matt. Matt, you're next on the fan. Hey Tim, licking my wounds. But as you were saying, the uh, that would have been the sixth two to one victory of the year if Avi Garcia makes that catch. By the way. Okay. But the real, the real painful mistake I think that they made in the tenth inning. I know that Brandon Belt's a lefty, but I feel that Council should not have intentionally walked him to allow a big inning to take place in that top of the 10. Once the runners get to second and third, you've got to just concede those runs and try and prevent a big inning and not load up the bases. As soon as he walked, intentionally walked belt, I think it was. Okay, but you... you was watching the game. Matt, I'll, I'll let you finish. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish here, but I, I would say this, that um, once they did intentionally walk belt... Wouldn't you then have said you could make the argument? And again, I just want to bounce this off you. Couldn't you not play the infield up, concede the run, and go for the double play right there as well? Exactly. Exactly. You got you got to cut off the big inning. And I know that these managers aren't used to managing with the runner on second base quite yet. But you've got to almost treat it as if that guy's gonna score. Yes, say, I, okay, I agree with that. Almost. Make, yes. it a, make it a one-run inning at worst. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree on two fronts. Yeah, you almost concede it, but you also need to keep in mind, and, and it sounds like you're on it, Matt, that we're still trying to figure this out. This is many, many, many years of baseball that we can't fall back on to get analytics, to get experience, to get you know strategy and, and how you handle certain situations. This is all still relatively new in the grand scheme. You're only dealing with 60 games plus playoffs last year, which and then this year, you know, a little over 100, maybe 110 games or so. So I agree with you. But I, I again, though, the, the double play part of it might have been the way that I would have went. Okay, so that leads me into uh, this Brandon Belt and, and – uh, Brandon Crawford and and Posey and some of these veterans on the San Francisco Giants. <clears throat> I've I've learned something in the two games. Here's here's the tack I would take, and that is, you we're gonna go. It's go time. I'm gonna be aggressive to you guys until 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 I start paying the price for my aggressive nature in pitching. I'm not gonna let you run my pitch count up. I'm not, I'm not going to let you sit there and not chase anything because you're guessing I'm going to throw a ball and I'm just going to take this because my experience tells me that you ain't throwing a strike right here. I'm going right at you. We're getting this thing. We're getting it on and we're getting it on, it on quick. That's the way. So I don't know if, if that's something that, you know, maybe you keep in their hip pocket or something. But if I'm Chris Hook and I'm Craig Council and Murph, that's the way I go at this San Francisco Giants team. I'm not going to let you just paper cut me to death all night long. 
and let the let the intensity build up. Uh-uh. I've got some talent here too. I can go 97, 98 up. I got some nasty cutters. I've got some wipeout sliders. I've got some curveballs. We're going to get right to it. We're not going to waste a lot of pitches. Fine. You want to start barreling? Barrel up. But until those those balls start hitting green, I'm going at you. I'm keeping my pitch count down, especially, especially when my bullpen is in complete COVID flux. That's even another reason. And I thought, uh, I th- you know, it's tough to complain about a six-inning, one-run outing for Woody. But I thought in the fourth and fifth innings, that's what those veterans do. They work that six, five, seven, eight, nine-pitch ABs. And by the time uh, you get toward the one or two-out stage, you're gassed a little bit. And now you're not on the aggressive attack. I don't, just saying. Uh, seven, nine, nine. 1250. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, you're next here on the fan. Yeah, Tim, I think that point you just made about, I mean, the Giants have a lot of great bats in their lineup. Um, and just to use, you know, the Brewers pitchers and to get them in that high pitch count early on in a ball game is huge. Um, but I think just council, I think just kind of manage this game like you would any other game. I mean, could he have brought in Williams and Boxberger? Possibly. Uh, I know yesterday you would have said, I want to start Christian Yelich and bat him in the two-three hole. I kind of like that council set him down tonight, um, but he, then he. Well, then why activate him? Why why'd thing. you even activate him if that was the case? That's a, that's a part of it that doesn't make sense to me. You went with light on the player because you activated him, and then you're not going to play him. Right, and then I mean, and then come come the ninth inning. I mean, do you put JBJ in right field for a defensive replacement? Um, but, I mean, even despite that Yelich thing, Tim, That's I think Craig Council managed a great nine innings. Um, and then it just in the 10th inning, I mean, the bullpen just kind of lost it from there. Now, that's a great point. JBJ as a defensive replacement. Hmm. Hadn't thought of that. Great call. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. We didn't even discuss that part of it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> think about that one. JBJ's in no man's land right now. Have you noticed that? Maybe you'll get a Sunday start. Uh, the Yelich thing, let me let me go back to this. Uh, Toby, you took a look at it. So Brewers are up 2-1. to one. It's the seventh inning, bottom of the seventh. Brewers are six outs away from a 2-1 to one victory to take the series. <clears throat> the pitcher that finished the sixth inning did not come out to warm up in the bottom of the seventh. If I have this correct. They bring a right-hander out to warm up in the bottom of the seventh inning. Christian Yelich is then announced as the pinch hitter, being a lefty hitter. Whoops, there's an injury. Kapler goes out there, trainer comes out. Is there? Is that what, how this went down? No, I believe Littell pitched the previous inning. So he did come out, but he came out to throw his warm-up pitches, and as soon as the announcer announced okay, Yelich gotcha. coming to so play. He did, so it was, so, was Littell. Yeah, it was a legit move. Definitely yeah. some gamesmanship. A little bit of, hey, I like it. I like it. There's no doubt. I'd, I'd manage the same way. I'd question everything, for sure. 799-1250, you want to get one more in or go to break? Let's get one more in. Let's get to Matt. Okay, Matt, you're next on the fan. Different, What's going on, Matt? Too many of us running around. Matt, uh, go ahead. But uh, 
I got to say that the JBG point was something I was really thinking about this whole time. What are they paying him? What is it? Uh, 12, 13 mil a year the next yes. couple, this year, next year. Yes. To just to kind of be sitting there. Avi has made a couple if he plays in the outfield over the past month. He's made like two or three of them that are kind of like this where it kind of has cost them. And, you know, as uh, prior caller was saying about bringing JBJ in like that, it's like you, you have him there. He's a defensive just gem, like basically him and Kane out there. JBJ can play any of the three outfield positions, not even like Kane where he's kind of like a center fielder. And you have him there, you're not utilizing him. And it's like, well, then what do you have him on the roster for at all? Are you just going to eat the cost and have him use the roster spot to top it off? Or you Looks like that's what? what they're doing. Yeah. You can maybe trade him in the offseason and get a prospect. I'm not sure what the strategy is in regards to JBJ at all because they'll sometimes throw him in there for an AB, but they rarely. And Craig, when he first was manager, was constantly doing defensive subs. It was a perfect chance to do a double switch even earlier in the game to kind of move the pitcher spot around a bit. That was another thing I was thinking about. Like Craig's Mr. You know, shuffling things around. It's just tonight he didn't. And I, I don't understand really why he didn't. Um, and as you were saying earlier about just not kind of slamming the door on a two, one ball game by bringing in some of your big, big guys, because you don't know what the score line is going to be. I've, I've talked about this before when they'll have hater, and Craig won't use them for like four days. And so, you know, because they'll be up 2 nothing. All of a sudden they're up 4 nothing. Oh, sit them down again, shut them down yep, for yep. three days. And you might not even use them tomorrow anyways. So what was the point in holding off on them tonight? You know, yeah, Burton because to- tomorrow's game could be an 8-1 to one game in either yeah. direction. Then Box and Williams wouldn't pitch again. Yeah, burden hand, burden hand analogy here. I mean... You know, Craig's an old school guy. You would, in you know, a lot of his rhetoric, but it's like he's out there and overthinking a little bit too much. I don't know what's going on. I'm not Craig. Craig's going to say whatever he's going to say when you guys cut to uh, the post game. I haven't heard the post game yet. So mm-hmm. I just got home through this torrential downpours and all that. But um, <laughs> yeah. thanks, guys, and uh, right. keep doing what you're doing, and we'll hope for a W tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy, crazy game. It got sideways late. 11 innings, 9-6. It was 2-1 to one in the ninth inning with two outs, and the Giants had one run on the board with two outs in the ninth inning. Your final is 9-6. to six. So, yeah. I mean, I, I know there's an automatic runner there at second base in a couple of those frames, but to pour on eight additional runs, maybe that's where you lost the game too. So there's a lot of different things you can point at. Uh, 414-799-1250 if you want to join us. Yeah, the aforementioned uh, Matt uh, mentioned uh, uh, Craig Council. And we're going to get to Craig Council up next. And this is this is going to be a good list, and I haven't heard it yet. I haven't even read any quotes. The quotes are probably out there on social media right now as we speak. But let's get to that. I can't wait. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. A tough one tonight. We'll be back on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. 
Just go to ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Oh, testing your range of emotions all in one night. A nice, tidy four-hour baseball game with uh, some ups and downs and sideway nature of baseball at times. Wow. Some craziness going on. Some questionable decisions. Some just just funky, wild world of baseball. Hey, by the way, uh, Toby Altizer is here uh, producing the show tonight. I appreciate you working on a Saturday night, Toby. I know you're with Bart. Uh, all week long, but you know, the uh, Reds win and uh, they are now trailing the Brewers by six games in the NL central. And here we are, uh, you know, 50 or so games left at what point, and maybe it's a conversation in a little more depth tomorrow. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to freak everyone out, Toby, but at what point do you sort of get uh, to the, uh, I'm a little concerned or, Ooh, uh, they better buckle down or wow, this is going to be a race or I'm not nervous at all. So at what point is it, is it four? Is it five? Is it three? Is where, where is it for you? For me right now is if it, it got back within three right now, I think I'd be worried, but I think I'm going to kind of just, I'll sort of watch what the Reds are doing, but I'm going to worry mm-hmm. about myself. And then when the Brewers play the Reds at the end of this month, that's when you start got to start watching because that's going to dictate where this series and this pennant race is going to go. You know, you you got to make up. If you win that series, you might end it if you have a six or seven game yep. lead. And yep. then if you don't, on the other side, flip side, you have a six game lead. You get swept. Now it's down to three they can make up that ground in September. So I think right now I'm going to worry about myself with the Brewers. I'm going to go out there and try and take care of business every night. And, you know, if they get within two or three, that's when I'd be, you know, start looking at them a little bit. If it's four, five, six games, I'm not worried about it. But once that red series rolls around, that's going to dictate how I feel about this series and how I feel about this, this team going forward and whether I'm comfortable with them taking the central and feel like I can mail it in or not. Because, I mean, we thought that the Mets had the East wrapped up, didn't we? We thought that they yeah. were doing pretty well, and now the Phillies are overtaking them. And we can't, we can't count out the Braves over there in the East either. if They, they start getting a little hotter. But I, to me, I'm at four. I'm at the, that four mark where it's like, ooh, boy, okay. Um, maybe we have a race here. Three's definitely concerning. I'm with you there. But the four is where I start. That's really grabbing my attention. So, you know, uh, again, seemingly every time the Brewers win, Reds win. Every time Reds lose, Brewers lose. And, and that's been going on for, for you know, a couple of weeks now. And they've got to be fr- pretty frustrated. But they do pick up a game tonight. And this is a, uh, a game in which a ball is in the air that long, it should be caught. And I think everybody could agree with that. That final out in the ninth inning should have been squeezed by Avi Garcia. And there are other uh, things to uh, unpack in this one. And let's get to uh, Craig Council as uh, the Brewers fall 9-6-11 and 11 in a wild one. Craig, uh, what, what do you think happened with Avi on that fly ball in the ninth and right? Um, I think he just got himself kind of stuck on the wall a little bit and then had a hard time kind of changing directions. I think he was – 
prepared himself to make a catch against the wall and the ball just never got there. So he got a little, he just got a little tied up and his feet got tangled up and he couldn't recover from it. Did, did, he, did it look like he got a little tangled up in the padding out there? There's padding between those sections of that. I didn't, I didn't see that. You probably, you know better than I would on that one. Yeah. But, but he looked like he definitely did not go to the right spot though, where the ball was. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think he was he was along the wall, and, and you know, he was trying to sprint into a spot, and he just he just when he tried to change directions, that's where that's where he ran into trouble. That, that once you don't win there, and it goes to extra innings, it kind of you know, you're missing some of your pieces in the bullpen. It kind of made you do some stuff that normally you wouldn't do, right? Well. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, we, I mean, I'm not sure what that, I mean, we put our guys in, we, they, they did a good job against them. They did a nice job against Sanchez. Um, you know, you get into extra innings and there's, there's a rally kind of starting right away. Um, and they, they did a nice job keeping the pressure on. Craig, what about Woody and the way that he really had to battle the last three innings, especially with bases loaded? Yeah, I, I thought it was a real gutsy performance from Woody. Um, like you said, the last he had to make a lot of big pitches, a lot of um, pressure pitches. The last couple innings, he was you know cruised the first three, um, and then they made it really tough on him. Um, but he, but it was a great outing in that he did make pitches the last three innings. Um, they did a nice job against some of those those fourth, fifth, and sixth innings and, and got base runners and put pressure on him, but he kept making pitches. Craig, does it make it tougher when they use so many pitchers? Uh, I guess Sanchez was on a limited count coming off injury, but does it make it tougher? Their bullpen's really good, too, when they keep switching pitchers, almost like a bullpen game, it turned out. Yeah, that's what we expected. Um, yeah, I mean, we were, you know, we, we were quiet offensively, um, for sure, from – you know, we kind of didn't catch a break on Avi's ball. That was that was a big play too. I thought where Avi's ball goes over the fence, and we didn't that that cost us a run there. Um, you know, but uh, but that was the only inning we really had a rally going. Um, you know, we we didn't we didn't put much pressure on their bullpen, um, and uh, so their bull, their bullpen did a nice job. Um, we we were kind of up to the task. I thought Curtis and Daniel Norris had great innings. Um, you know, and, and kind of from there, the game got a, got a little crazy. Craig, was it nice to see Luis deliver that home run in that spot, just considering how the last week or so has gone? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Luis has been swinging the bat really well. He's been getting – he's had a bunch of bad luck, but he's he's pounded some balls to the outfield that have been caught. Um, so he's he's swinging it well, um, and he's he's a dangerous bat for us. Craig, I think it's obvious, but just to get the answer, uh, Box and Devin were down, right? Yeah, yeah, they were down. And Craig, Craig, just um, with with it, <clears throat> the way you were talking about the offense, was that part of like the the rationale for like maybe having the infield in there on the, in the tenth inning? Yeah, well, it's it's you know that's it's an interesting one. It's um, you know, you start with the man. First of all, their their pitcher that was in the game at the time, Rogers, was. Uh, I thought that's a difficult guy to score against. As it turns out, you know, they had an inning where it, he, he wasn't in the game. Um, 
So it's, it's, you know, it's man on second and conceding a run that that's, that's kind of the, the, the question there, um, that, that you're thinking about, obviously we started the man on second, you got a better chance to score. Um, but that, that certainly was a decision that I, that you look back on and, um, you know, we'll think about that one again. Cause it's, you know, it's, it's easy to play. It's easy when you back up and think maybe that's a double play ball and they score one and, it's a, it's a different game. That pitcher's not in the game. Rogers in the game. You know, a little bit different situations happen after that. But it, it's tough to concede a run in the tenth inning. You know, that's that's it's tough to do. There's a you know beyond Luis's home run, Craig, a pretty electric response from Willie again. I mean, he just keeps rising to occasions for you. Yeah, I mean that that it. I agree with that. It was just, it was uh. You know the two-run homer. It's it almost quiets it down a little bit. It makes it a one-run game, but it's you know then you got to you know then it's a kind of a traditional traditional game again. Um, and you got to score a run, and and for Willie to hit a homer there was uh, it was just incredible. Hey Craig, just uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. hadn't played for a while. I was, I was wondering, is he okay? He's not sick or hurt or anything. Nope, nope, okay. he's fine. Yeah. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I just uh, would have... I would have liked to have known why Box and Devin were quote down today. Is I'm assuming pitch count from yesterday. I mean, I would have just said, you know, is it pitch count from yesterday? Is it back to backs? Is it they were just down? Okay. Um, ABC audio video play of the game in this one. I don't think there's any debate on this. I really don't. Two outs in the ninth. You get a deep fly ball, and absolutely, admittedly, a deep ball, but just misplayed, and uh, well, it cost the Brewers a victory. Fly ball, right field, Garcia, warning track, dropped it! It hits off the wall! Here comes Bryant, Lestella to go to third, he's in! And the Giants have tied the game here in the ninth. That ball was in the air so long, and Garcia had so much time to get under it. He still had space, but couldn't make the catch. And the Giants have life here in the ninth. That's just crazy. You got to make that play, man. I'm sorry. You got to make that play. If it's a line drive, I get it. Your feet get tangled up a little bit. You you bank off the wall. You know, it's uh, the padding catches you a little funky. I get it on a line drive, but that ball should have been caught, period. Jeff Levering on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Okay, now we can do a little bit of uh, happier highlights here, too, before the break. We're going to hear from Woody after the break here, but so they uh, they tie it in the ninth right there on that play, 2-2, go into extras. And, and Craig Council's putting it right there. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it, the rally has started these days in Major League Baseball when you head into extras. And you've got the guy on second base. But 
you know, it does give you an opportunity with one swing to, to put up a crooked number. And so they're down three, five, two in the bottom of the 10th inning. There's the automatic runner at second base. Listen to the fans. Listen to the call. Luis Urias. Urias straight away center back warning track. It's gone. A two run blast for Luis Urias. And just like that, the Brewers are within one. Yeah, and Council put it right, a traditional game from that point. One out later. Now check this out as one swing from Willie Adamas gets him back tied. Swing and a fly ball. Center field. Slater back. Tie game. Willie Adamas strikes again. Just crazy, crazy. I had chills when that was going on. I, I can tell you that. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, Brandon Woodruff. Needs to get some love for Cy Young, that's for sure. Another nice performance. Six innings of one-run baseball. He struck out eight in the performance. Made some big, big pitches in uh, all of the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings uh, in his outing today. We'll uh, hear from the Brewers' right-hander up next. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Post-game show tonight. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Six innings of one-run baseball. We come to expect that out of Brandon Woodruff, don't we? Man, 223 ERA now. And he's not getting the wins, but sometimes that's a uh, just an overblown kind of uh, stat, the win-loss record for starting pitchers. I mean, take a look at Brent Suter. Coming into today, what, 11 wins? I mean, he that's two off the National League lead. <laughs> Think about it that way. Uh, also, uh, Craig Council is about uh, on his ride home right now. What do I have to say to you, Craig? Uh, a wild one. Okay, uh, that's that's for sure. Um, I'm just wondering, Box and and Williams. You said they were down today. Uh, is that because of pitch count from yesterday? Because Devin threw 16, Box 19. Um, in a crazy game, maybe you could have got him up for maybe a couple of uh, batters, if not uh, one scoreless or one one rack. Um, or is it that you measure not on necessarily back-to-back days, Craig, that you go like a week's worth of work? And maybe that's it. Uh, that would be my guess. So uh, I, I guess I understand that. The other question I would have for you, Craig, on your way home to ponder as you head back to Whitefish Bay, oh, Manny Pena had a bat in his hand to end the game here today. Your, your tying run is on deck. So what you needed right there was the best on-base guy that you had known to the common man <laughs> on in your dugout. And uh, uh, Toby, you have the box score there. Jace Peterson did not appear in this game? No. Okay, so uh, he has a nickname. It's called On Base Jace. That's that's what your, uh, your players have been calling him lately. Uh, and I'm just wondering, wouldn't that be the most important stat in the entire game at that point would be OBP for whoever you had to extend the game? 
It wasn't about the slug. It wasn't about batting average. It wasn't about hitting the ball the other way or having a good approach or he's been swinging that bat hot. It's simply about on-base percentage. That's the way I was thinking there in that bottom of the 11th inning because in a crazy game like that, if you could get the game, uh, the game extended a little bit, keep the line moving. So in that case, you did have Omar, so you weren't burning necessarily your second catcher. Um, in that situation because you needed to get at least tied. And at that point, hell, who knows who, who was going to catch if But there was Omar right there. So I'm just saying, Craig, um, sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder about these things. That's what go th- goes through my brain and a lot of other Brewers fans as well. Avi, big mistake. I get it. It's a tough one. It really is. Should have caught the ball, though. And JBJ, we had a caller, uh, Craig, that – Um, called in and wondered why JBJ wasn't a defensive replacement. And I wonder if this might open the door to that in the future, if you're in a lockdown situation, that JBJ and Lorenzo Cain play in the same outfield. Boy, that's some gold gloves out there. Yeah. All right. Well, Woody, uh, your guy did did pitch well today, 223 uh, earned run average thus far in his 22 starts. Let's hear from the Brewers' right-hander after this loss. Yeah, Brandon, uh, Counts was telling us last night that the Giants have a team full of guys that really battle at bats, you know, work counts. And it looks like they did that versus you, and you really had to battle, didn't you? Yeah. Um, they're – it's a good mix of – I mean, they can they can leave the yard. I think, you know, obviously they, they're one of the best home run hitting teams in the league. And they're just a team that they're patient. Um so strike one super important to these guys um, and winning the one-one counts against them because uh, that's the only way you can kind of get them aggressive and maybe swing at some pitches, you know, pitchers pitches, but um, yeah, they, that's a really good lineup. And um, I mean, obviously those, a lot of those guys have multiple world series rings. So um there's not a big moment too big for any of those guys, and they've seen it all. So uh, it's tough. So um, was was thankful to get through that fourth inning with the bases loaded, and then had a couple more um, jams in the fifth and sixth, and was was able to work out of those. So um, yeah, I mean, defense played great. Manny called a great game, um, and it was just uh, that was a t- that was a tough loss there at the end, though. Woody, that fourth inning when Chris Hook came out to talk to you and then you you get the strikeout, right? You get the pop-up, you, you get out of that inning. Just what, yeah. what was that? Was it just regrouping? Was it uh, was it sequencing? You know, what, what, yeah. what helped you get through it? A um, little bit of both. Um, just kind of went over how um, we kind of wanted to attack him and, and, and then it just came down to, you know, taking one pitch at a time and and, and go from there. So um, I think anytime in those situations, um, there, there's one out. So there's, look, you're, you're one pitch away from getting out, out of the jam. And I think you have to keep that in perspective at all times, but you also have to kind of focus in and, and, and take a deep breath and just take it a pitch at a time and, and just know that you can work out of it. And uh, that's the approach I kind of took there was just slow things down, go pitch to pitch, try to make a pitch, and um, was able to work out of it. 
Woody, there's been, there's been a lot of talk about the runner on second and stuff, but this game seems to me to be one of the few we've had where the final score doesn't indicate the way the game was. You know, it was a two to yeah. one in the ninth inning, and nine six doesn't really do it justice, does it? No, um, not at all. Uh, I mean, it's it's a tough one, um, and you know, Avi, I know he he feels he feels terrible and. Um, it's definitely not from a lack of, of trying. And, um, you know what, that's sometimes the game can, can be brutal to you. And, um, but Avi has been such a huge part of our team and he's played so unbelievably out in right field and have said, you know, with his arm has saved a ton of runs. So, uh, just, it was kind of one of those freak things that kind of happened and you just kind of move on from it. And I know he'll, He'll, he'll put that behind him and continue to play great baseball. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Met a lot of baseball players in, in my years of doing this and, and aren't many better than Brandon Woodruff. I, I think when you hear him speak, when you speak to him, and with him, um, you you hear the uh, sincerity and uh, just a genuine dude. You, you get an honest answer. Just didn't into super casual kind of delivery too, and it's just real, just super real. He's he's a good dude, that's for sure. All right, the Brewers got to uh, go back at it tomorrow. Big game uh, series on the line tomorrow, and uh, the matchups. Uh, Brewers have a lefty going, Toby. Yeah, the Brewers are going to send Brett Anderson to the mound. He comes into the game with a 3.67 ERA in uh, 68 and two-thirds innings pitched this season. He struck out 41 in that time, but he's been a really solid player. Four and five record, been really solid after a little bit of a slow start, but he's mm-hmm. been really good lately yeah. and he's pitched well at home. And so it should be a good matchup tonight or tomorrow night against or tomorrow afternoon, I should say, against Johnny Cueto. And Johnny Cueto will come into the matchup with a 3.83 ERA in 98 and two thirds innings pitched. He comes in strike have, having struck out 89, walking 23, giving up 13 home runs. So maybe the Brewers can take advantage of that and hit a few out against him tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, and uh, hopefully Brett Anderson's uh, the ground ball machine that he has been here the last several starts. I mean, people talk about the big three, Toby, Woody Peralta, Burns. How about the next three in Lauer, Hauser, and Brett Anderson? These guys have been uh, these guys have been doing exceptional good work for this team this year. They really have, and they deserve much more credit that they've been than they've been getting. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, 1-10, first pitch uh, tomorrow, game three, and the series on the line. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Uh, right here, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. It's, it's games like this that you just want to, I don't know, you just want to put it behind you, as uh, Woody just said there. And Avi and... Oh, man, uh, just turn the page and get through it as quickly as you can because it it kind of hurts knowing that ball was in the air for a Brewers victory, and it just, mm, it just didn't happen. Okay, you guys have a great rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow after game three. And remember, despite the outcome, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.